Welcome to Games Overboard. I'm PJ. I'm Dan. So, welcome back, Dan. Oh, thanks, man. It's it's been a little bit too long. This game hurt my head. Um, yeah. every time I play it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we talked about Scythe last week being a thinky game, but uh, this one definitely takes the cake. So, guys, we've just got done playing Spirit Island. Um, holy crap! Uh, <laughs> you guys. If you listen regularly, you know I love thinky games. I love strategy games. The biggest draw to this game is it is a strategy game that you strategize with your friends. You are partners in crime on this. And if you don't, you will be overtaken by the stupid AI. <laughs> and I say stupid as in the fact that... Um, relentless. It's relentless. <laughs> it really is relentless. It's, think of, um, well, like what the game is about. Think of how stupid people go around destroying the Earth. That's exactly what yeah, this so, game is about. Yeah, so this game is a... You are a spirit. Uh, you know, like a mythical... Uh, being of nature mm -hmm. and you are protecting an island from colonials. Yes, uh, an uninhabited well, no, it's not uninhabited. You you have... There you are have natives, natives who live on the island. And they respect you because if they don't, well... <clears throat> They're useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they are called the Dahan, and they are the indigenous peoples of the island, and you are protecting them and the island from invaders. Right, so from colonization, building towns, cities. Blighting the land. Blighting the land. <clears throat> yeah, it's it, it's tough. Uh, it's, um, it's very simple. Yeah. It's very simple, but my... God, is it a pain <laughs> in the butt. So if any of you guys have played... Um, Pandemic. Pandemic, yeah. If you guys have played Pandemic, uh, think of Pandemic on speed. The, That's yeah. what this game is. It feels very much like Pandemic, where you know, like the you're putting out fires, and disasters are spreading very rapidly. Yes. A lot faster than in Pandemic. Exactly, and that's why I say it's <laughs> Pandemic on speed, because... Every turn where in pandemic, you can get an idea and build up a pattern of we'll hit here, we'll hit here, and we can do this. You can have a game plan. This, it's, hey, th this is the card that's flipped over. They're going to go to this type of section that's on your map. Uh, oh, you didn't take care of the first thing? Well, good luck. They just built something on there. And <laughs> it is relentless it really is relentless yeah. oh explorers are in the jungle next round they're going to build a town after that they're going to ravage the jungle oh yeah and if they come back they're going to build a city why <laughs> because yep it's oh. tough uh so let's talk about our normal things yep so start uh first thing we always start with is the components the components on this are, you know, okay, so PJ here you've got the what is that $75 set it's, it's the so it's the game. base game. It's the base game. Uh, you know what? I really like it uh, in the way of a base game. Yeah, like I said, uh, you paid, what, 75 Ish, yeah. 75-ish. So, yeah, it's a little expensive. Yeah, $15 more than a normal retail game. Um, but you know what? I think you're getting some pretty good quality stuff. So mm -hmm. here we've got your Explorers. Uh, they're just plastic pieces, but they don't feel cheap. They don't feel cheap at all. I mean, it's pretty cool. You've got the tricorner hat here with the explorers <laughs> and a flag, and they're tiny. Uh, you know, they're they're little things. If you're hard on pieces, yeah, you're probably going to break them if you're not careful. 
Uh, you've got your towns, which are, again, small, but these are a little hardier. Think of these as like, um, like the little miniature homes you would find on like a train set yeah. type of deal. Or um, even, uh, I, I hate to compare it to it, but similar to like the plastic homes and hotels in Monopoly, they're about the same size. They're about the same size, and everything. yeah. And then your cities, your cities are, are, are basically the same thing. Um, there's not a whole lot of color scheme here with your settlers, which I think is good because that helps differentiate, mm-hmm. uh, who you're going up against, you know, and these, it, g- it gives the game this simple abstract feel like a chessboard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it does. It does. Too much detail, I think would actually take away from this game. I think so too. Now, when it comes to detail, the map is not overly detailed, but the map is also pieces. So mm-hmm. they're pieces that you put together, um, but each piece, it oh, I didn't see that side. Yeah, there's a flip side to it. Oh my goodness! Because okay. there's like a campaign version, which oh, I'm, that is so cool. I'm not skilled enough to even attempt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to try that. So the the map pieces, uh, basically, you get a piece, and that's your island, and that's it. That's your board, and these things connect up to how many players is this? Four. Four players, so you yeah. can connect up, to, connect up to four pieces to make a really big to island. To make an, a big island, and each section of island, that's where you start as a spirit, and that's yours. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just because you have your own stuff doesn't mean you're relegated to your own stuff. You can throw out influence um, throughout the game. Uh, and you can go and help your fellow spirits. And that's the thing, like I said before at the beginning, you really need teamwork on this, guys. This yeah. is one tough game. Yeah. So uh, just let's backtrack a little bit because we didn't really oh, we didn't talk really go a whole lot about yeah. how the game works. So you are a spirit defending the island. And um, the explorers have these cards that move down a track. And so first they explore, meaning that these little people just plop on the board. They appear. Yeah, and uh, then the next turn, and it says, like, you know, they will build on a jungle piece. And then when that card moves to the next spot on the track is build. So they will now build on that piece. Uh, So if you didn't get rid of that person or move them off of a jungle piece, then they are going to build in that spot. Mm -hmm. And then if you still keep them in the jungle, if you don't find a way to get them out of there, then on the next track, they are going to ravage it. So you are building up energy, which is like money. Uh, you're pretty, building up this much. currency to play cards that are able to do things, either illuminate them or move them away from spots so they don't do things on their turn. Uh, it's a lot of mitigation and mm-hmm. eliminating different op- options that they have. Right. And uh, the whole time, as you're putting more and more influence, these little wooden discs onto the board, you get more and more stuff, too. You get to right. play more cards. You get more in, uh, uh, more more energy is what it's called, these little uh, uh, currency that you use yep. to play your cards. Um, so let's go back to the components of it here real quick. The cards, the the artwork is so neat. All Yeah, all the artwork is amazing um, in this you game. You seem to find a lot of really good artwork on these on these <laughs> card games that you pick up. I do. Um, I'm so, kind of petty when it comes to are, board. Are I want a board game to look good. Well, you spend all that money. I don't blame you. Yeah, like there are some games that look like a spreadsheet. I have one of those games. We haven't played it yet, but I okay. really want to play it. What's that? 
It's um, Last Will. I've told you about it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know what? That sounds good. I, 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 could, I could do that. I'm in a morbid mood. <laughs> I'm always in a morbid mood. That, that never changes. Uh, so these pieces that you have, they're pretty... They don't seem cheap to me. Yeah. Yeah, none of, none of them feel like... Feel cheap at all. Um, you've got wooden pieces. There's maybe what one, <clears throat> two types of pieces that are actually made out of cardboard. But again, they use the really thick cardboard stock. So mm-hmm. unless you're really abusive to your things, it doesn't feel like yeah. you're gonna break anything. There's no. You would have to deliberately attack these things right. to, to really right. break them. And they're really nice. Now, uh, again, you've got all these different spirits. Each spirit that you can choose from has their own. Uh, their own cards, like character cards, that give you really neat things to look at. Um, of course, on they're they're all double sided. So one side it tells you what you can do at the beginning of your turn, your all the options that you have, and they each have these things called innate powers and special rules. So your innate powers is if you have so many um, of like one type of element on these cards that you play to do your moves. If you have these elements which are color-coded, if you have so many of these things, you can take those color coatings and say, ooh, look at this. I know how this special ability, this innate power that I can really give ourselves an advantage. Um, and then you've got your special rules. And your special rules are things like if you put down a power, um, so one of your powers, one of your cards – you can do something like take an extra piece of energy, so pay one more energy, but you'll get to do this ability, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter how yeah. far away you are from your sphere of influence, you can attack that place. Um, and it's really neat. So the one that I played as is, I really like the names of these two. This one's called the Shadows Flicker Like Flame. Uh, so basically, <laughs> he's a big f- smoky fire monster. Yeah. And... They get it's neat because not only do you get these these spirits, but you get a play style and how complex they are in gameplay on the back and a bio of but it, yes, the spirit. it gives you a bio according <laughs> to the Dahan, which are the indigenous people. Yeah, and it gives you this really neat sense of of lore built right into the game. Mm-hmm. Now, the one that I really wanted to play, but that's extremely complex. <laughs> I saw this one, oh, and then I saw the complexity and I went, no, not yet. Not not on the first time. This one is called The Bringer of Dreams and Nightmares. And he doesn't do any damage. He just scares the crap out of these settlers. And if you can learn how to take that ability and just scare the ever-loving crap out of the AI, more power to you. That is so <laughs> cool. And they're all diverse like this. You've got fire, you've got water, you've got lightning, um... What else? You've got trees. trees, so the green. So think a swamp thing for those of you who are big DC Comics geeks like me. Yeah, that spread is, or that spirit is called a spread of rampant green. A spread of that. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> of course, you've got like the ocean. You've got rocks as your uh, as oh, your spirits. Dropping PJ's things. dropping things, and the artwork on all of this guys looks so cool. Uh, and it's not extra. I wouldn't say it's like realistic no it's just gorgeous but it's really nice looking and it reminds me of um it really does remind me of like a dc or marvel comic 
Yeah. The way that these characters are designed. And some of them are a little more abstract than than others, but it gives you that really cool diversity, not just with your powers and everything, but your looks and how everything plays. And it's really neat to see how that these how these things can work together mm-hmm. um with your teammates to take on this stuff. Um one of the things that's pretty cool here is not only do you have your board like we talked about, your island board, but you have the invader board. The invader board. The invader board is cool because as we said before, it gives you this little like ladder down progression there. The explore, your build, and then your ravage. And when that card is done doing all three of those things, they're discarded. You never get to see that card again. Thank God. But you've got other things here that are for you, the player. So you've got this thing called fear. And fear are these little tokens that you can bring down. Every time you lay down a card, you have a chance of laying fear into these settlers. And when you get so much fear, you get to take a fear card. And depending on what phase of the fear cycle you're in, one, two, or three, determines what you do to these How guys. Scared How these scared people are. these people are. And it can be something as simple as they're so scared, they're not going to build this turn. Yep. To holy crap, they're so scared, they ended up just committing crime and, and basically wiping themselves off the map. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's a huge help to you to so cool. just put the fear of whatever spirit you are into these settlers. And the map, it's like that little board itself, is it's pretty neat. It's not overly detailed, but it gives you some really cool... Uh, some some really cool imagery here. You really need imagery, and like everything has a spot. You know, yes, there's a, everything has its own place. <clears throat> there's a spot for the fear cards. There's a spot for when you acquire a fear card, they go here, and then when you use the fear card, it goes here. Uh, right, and then when you're <clears throat> done with it, you you know you discard it. It goes into this spot. Yep. So everything has a little spot, which is so nice, and all the none of the icons look like anything else. So there's it's pretty hard to get them confused for anything right you can't confuse anything um while we were playing i couldn't figure out what some of these elements were on the card so i just like ah this blue 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 (laughs) i need blue but that's really neat too and of course with these elements you get your own colors you're not tied to a certain color Mm -hmm. because you're a certain element or a certain spirit either which is nice so you can really just go you know what I'm going to be this spirit, and I like blue, so I'm going to be the blue token today. Uh, the whole pieces, all of your pieces here that go on the board come in a nice little plastic molded uh, two-piece set. So nice. It's really nice. Games so that, was, that have good inserts, just take it to the next level. And this is stock. This isn't something that we printed off or something right. that you had to buy. It's it comes with the board game. So you go, oh, thank gosh. Now I know my cleanup is going to be so much easier instead mm-hmm. of throwing things in bags or trying to, you know, put everything away myself. I can just go, ah, you dump here, you dump here, you dump here. Yep. So that's really nice about this. We talked about components. Now we talk about what works. What works I mean, we about this game, game, which we, I mean, we did, yeah. We've been all over the place already, <laughs> so this is a really jumbled podcast. We're For, sorry about that. Well, uh, like, I, I like this section because, like, you specifically talk about, like, very specific details. Like, for me, the the theme in this game is so strong that you teach the game just by story. You know, oh, like, yeah. The, yeah. The, the explorers are going to build here. So what happens next? Obviously, they're going to build here, you know. And so 
there I taught this game to Dan in under 10 minutes even though it's one of the hardest games to beat that oh, I own. It is. It really <clears throat> is, but it's so easy to pick up because yeah, it it just makes sense. It's it's uh, it's cause and effect. That's all it is. It's cause and effect. There are no hoops to jump through. There are no oh but and no don't do that. It's this. It's a, this uh, happens only when this happens and on the odd days of the month. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm There's getting, none of that. I'm getting flashbacks to the original Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis. You can unlock uh, reptile only when Santa goes across <laughs> the moon. When you're playing the pit and you have to win two flawless victories and you have to have the blood cheat and on. Have, and <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like there's nothing like that. Everything is so straightforward uh i i'd say it, it's more like uh improv yes and hey this happened oh yes and because of that this is happening yeah and there's no confusion there's i mean you can get confused but that's if you don't pay attention to the cards that you play mm-hmm. which will happen i did it once and went, ah, crap i can't play that yeah because i didn't pay attention exactly but being a first time, you know, doing it literally the very first time, you pick up on that. You learn from your mistakes really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to take a look at the uh, the instruction manual, but the instruction manual looks nice. It's glossy. Oh my gosh, it's very glossy. <laughs> yes. Uh, easy to find. Like, we had some questions on the rules, and we were able to, like, find the rules very quickly, which... Props to the person who oh. designed this rule book. Yes. <clears throat> uh, also, before I forget, props to designer um, R. Eric Roos, who made the game. I always, I'm very uh, picky about trying to get, you know. Trying to give due to the creators. Yes, that's the or word. The artists, give credit yeah. where it's due. That's what I was looking for. Is that what you were looking for? Yeah, that's yeah. the term I was looking that's for. That's it, that's it. <sighs> yeah, like, I love that they have, like, this little reference sheet on the back which is really nice that's cool uh every character gets their own little reference card as well so you don't more forget. more games need that where each yes. player has a reference card that is because then you're not going wait what do i do yeah what oh, does I this do mean this. wait i want to do this you can't do that yet you have to wait yeah this is very straightforward with those rules and everybody gets a little hey you remember how to do this if not here's a little card just keep mm-hmm. it with you um, the thing that works for me on this, besides the pieces and the board, which I think is so cool how they interconnect, uh, and of course you can put them in different ways as long as you can line up the puzzle pieces, is just how versatile you can be even with one character, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that comes down to really the luck of the draw with the cards that you get as your powers. You've got major powers and minor powers. Your minor powers, just keep padding out your deck. Your major powers, well, you have to get rid of something else. So it gives you a lot of space to build the kind of spirit that you want to be. And really, what will play to your advantage? Am I the kind that keeps getting energy fast because I've unlocked so much energy so fast? <laughs> Or do I want to start doing like, oh, I can only maybe collect two or three energy at the start of my turn, so I'm going to do the small things that'll really, you know, mess with nickel and dime. Yeah, yeah um, nickel and dime them. Really mess with them a little bit. It was late into the game when I got one, uh, one card that um, it was just a straight lightning strike that would completely destroy a city. <laughs> it was just so expensive in energy to use it. Uh, I think it was the most expensive one that, that we was, had. Yeah, I, we didn't see any others 
for the rest of the game that were that expensive. It was like six. It was six, yeah, it was six points of energy in a game that you only maybe get at the beginning two, three energy at the beginning of your yeah. turn. But those things, you know, the more powerful you have, the better it's going to be for you. You're going to mm-hmm. wipe things out faster. I really like that. I really like that whole progression of you're building your your spirit up. You're making them something to be to be reckoned with with yeah. these settlers. But again, these settlers, they're like ants. <laughs> oh my God. They don't quit. They, they don't, just keep they swarming. Just keep, exactly. They keep coming and coming. You're going, go away, go away, go away. I'm wiping you out. And then they're back. Yeah. They're back. They didn't take into account that Roanoke happened. <laughs> History fans will get this and others will say, what is wrong with you? In which I say a lot. If you don't understand what's wrong with you. So I say. All right. That was mean. That was mean. Self-deprecating over here. Don't don't get harsh on the listeners. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I love you. Oh, all right. Is that bring it back? Is that, bring no, it, bring too, it much, back. too much. Too much the other way. Too much. <laughs> I think you're overcompensating. Okay, now. okay. <laughs> it's just so hard sometimes to gauge it. You know. I know. I know. I know. It's, it feels like a one-sided relationship. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> this game, uh, I've probably been talking way too much, but dude, it's this so, game so is cool. so It is. It's so cool. And it's so damn simple. I love it. Now, another thing that I freaking love about this game is the fact that Target now sells a $35 version of it. You don't get the wooden bits. Well, you might get some of the wooden bits. You don't get the plastic towns or people, though. It's all cardboard tokens. But that doesn't affect gameplay. You know? No, and it, it shouldn't. The game is still the same underneath. It doesn't need those pieces for it to work. Uh, so if you... If you want something that's going to hurt your head afterwards, (laughs) like if you want a mental exercise, if you like to really just give yourself a workout for your brain, like try it at Target. You know, it's, it's called Spirit Island Horizons, I think it is. So let's keep, look it up, look it up. Yeah. Um, Say something. (laughs) While well, uh, I look this up. Oh, okay. I see how it is. Speak. Huh, wolf, bark. No, uh, so yeah, I, I'd say if you want to get into this and you don't want to spend the money, always take a look at that. Always take a look at the uh, the simpler versions of the games, because Target's always coming out with these. Horizons of Spirit Horizons Island. Horizons of Spirit Island, okay. <clears throat> that is cool. I'll have to take a look yeah. at that myself. Um, so is there anything that doesn't work? Let's, let's talk a little bit about that. For doesn't a work. I wouldn't say doesn't work. I will say infuriates me. And that's that <laughs> stupid AI. It's the stupid, <laughs> stupid colonists. <laughs> um, These damn colonists. Damn you colonists. And I won't say it doesn't, I'm not going to say it doesn't work because it works. Yeah. It, it frustrates you the way it should. Uh, the only thing I'd say that doesn't work is there is a lot for you to do. And you, re- I mean, your options abound. Yeah. And that does not happen in a lot of games very often because that's yeah. stuff that you have to unlock. Oh, oh now I can do this because I'm so far into the game. Now I can do this. This gives it to you right off the bat. And I would keep looking and went, oh, crap. I forgot I had that special ability. I had that special. <laughs> yeah. You're always forgetting about. Like, and I'm not saying you, like you as in like, like the collective yeah, you. because people it's, like, it's easy to forget about uh, other abilities you right. have. And especially with this, cause you're so focused on going, get those little jerks out of here, get those things off of this part of my board 
that you forget, hey, you have some more tools at your disposal yeah, to get rid of them. Because each spirit has like special things. Dan mentioned it earlier. Like each spirit has its own special things it can do. Well, here, let's, let's, let's bring one out. For yeah, example, so so this one, this one here is, oh, the bringer of dreams and nightmares. The one that I wanted to play, but it's a little too hard right now. Um, special rules here says to dream a thousand deaths. First of all, that's morbid. I love it. <laughs> your powers never cause damage, nor can they destroy anything other than your own. Um, uh, what's that word called? Presence. Presence. So when a power of yours would destroy or deal enough damage to destroy a settler or a town or a city, generate zero, two, or five fear instead. So that's going to now push all of the things that you have, your settlers or your cities or your towns, it would push them to another part of the map that you wish instead of destroys them. So that's something that you don't see. This one, from what I'm seeing, is the only spirit that doesn't destroy yeah. by causing damage. They destroy by making the settlers dissipate so another spirit can destroy them. Yeah. So now, not only do you have a special rule for you that you can do, but you also have little side notes like, hey, by the way, you you can or you can't do this. Be yeah. careful. But it's off in your corner right as you're playing, so you're, it's always there for you to see. Mm-hmm but you're not always going to use it such as same with the innate powers. Every spirit has an innate power. Yep. And it's, if, like I said before, if you get so many of, uh, elements. Know, elements that are placed on the cards that you play, you'll be able to do something like, Oh, now I can cause more fear. Oh, uh, now I can, get I can destroy of, a town. I can destroy a town if I have so many of, you know, this certain element or elements. So it, it really is. That would be my only gripe is it, there's a lot to forget. There's a lot, <laughs> There's a yeah. lot to remember. And what it does is it, it just kind of goes, Merry Christmas, here you go, go. And then <laughs> you have to remember to do it yourself. Yeah. You have to remember to, you know, oh, I can do this. Oh, I can I can get rid of this faster. So it, it could possibly really impede mm-hmm. um, your the way you play if yeah. you don't remember these things. Don't take them into account. Yep. The... Uh, Two things I had as gripes, and they're not even gripes, really. They're just, like, things that could turn people off. One, as you said, the relentlessness of the the infuriation you get. I could see someone like Shanna just (laughs) as soon as the board sets up and the first time the... Because the very first thing that happens is you set up the board and then the explorers appear. Like, they start branching out. As soon as that happens, I could see her being like, why? Why am I doing this to myself right now? Because that's n- this This is not the kind of game she would like. And no. it's a high-stress game. It is. It really is. And she, yeah, I, I know she would just shut down. She would be like, I hate this. And she would immediately, because you feel hopeless. For a lot of the game, you, you do, feel. You do. Until you get those big powers. You yeah. Know, until you get those those bigger cards. Um, and when I got that, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I've got, I've got the energy to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to wipe you off the map. Yep. And even that can be hopeless too. Cause you go, ha, I destroyed a city. You only got one out of the three on there. <laughs> Crap. Yep. Uh, the other <laughs> thing that adds that hopelessness, the second problem that people could have with this game is when they ravage the land. 
<laughs> so yeah. what happens is if you can get the Dahan in a space with the settlers when they are ravaging the land, a fight will break out. And uh, if the settlers deal two damage or more to the land, that damage goes simultaneously to the land and the Dahan, the yeah, people. And, and the natives, <clears throat> that's right. And so if you ever do two or more damage to the land, the land gets blighted. Doesn't matter if there are Dahan there to protect it and that damage goes to them, it still goes to the land also. Right. And that's one of the ways to lose the game. One of the easiest ways to lose the game is you're given only so many tokens for Blight. Yep. And if you go through all those tokens, game over. And that's how we lost tonight. We yep. we we didn't take care of two places, and yeah. we got the last two tokens on the board. We were yeah. done. It's five Blight tokens per player plus one. So for a one-player game, it's six Blight tokens. For a two-player de- game, it's 11 tokens. Uh... Which sounds like a lot, but, oh man. Just when, the way when that you they think swarm. Every time, because two people, two settlers in one little space is all you need to add a blight. Right, because each settler does one damage. Yeah. Or one town does two damage. So exactly. one town does a blight. Uh, so it, it happens fast. It happens very fast. So those two things right there can really take the wind out from under your wings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I could see a lot of people, if they, if they're just looking for a nice, peaceful, calm evening, (laughs) this is not, this is probably, you're probably going to have a better time playing Monopoly, the ruiner of friendships. Yeah. Than playing this game. Or Uno with the stacking rule. I hate that rule. (laughs) That's less stressful than this game. Surprisingly, it is. Almost as infuriating. (laughs) But yeah, it really is. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's really all I can think of. If you're Mm -hmm. not really, if you're not prepared to put yourself through hell uh, mentally for this game, you know, to play this game and, and have yourself a really fun time. Then you know it's not for you. Yeah. But if you like this kind of game where stakes are high and you know it from the very beginning, you're probably gonna like it. Mm-hmm. And it's all about outthinking a non-thinking binary system. Yeah. Uh, final part is fun stories or memories from the game. So, were there any memorable moments from tonight's playthrough that oh, you would like my, to recount? My memories from a half hour ago. <laughs> Oh, way back Ooh. in the day. Uh, you know, back in the day when I first played this game. Uh, back uh, when I was your age, there were lots of spirit islands. <laughs> we um, had to row upriver to get to them. I, what I, so for me, what's really cool and a big reason that I, that I will definitely play this game again is that teamwork. In a lot of the games that you and I play, there are very few that you get to do teamwork. A lot of it's at, yeah. at you know, the two of us against each other in one way or another. But this is so cool because you're not by yourself doing this. You can you can share things. Which, thank God you had those cards. So he <laughs> so Peter had these cards. Hey, I can take this event that you can do immediately, or that you that you can wait. That you would to usually do, do usually at the, do end, do of your at the turn. end of your turn, or you can do it immediately right now. Like yes, because this is going to do a lot of damage. Let's do it now. So you know, it's kind of like the 
what is it for Dragon Ball fans the what is that thing called where they put themselves together? Away. I know uh, we should have Jared here. Um, <laughs> you know where you where you put yourself. To- if only he listened to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, where are you, jerk? Um, you put yourself together so you you create or not create, but basically you you make a move that's more powerful than really it has any business being. Like Voltron. Like yeah, the the more you put together, the better they are. <laughs> Someone told me girls were like that, but that's not true. They've never been married. <laughs> Is that why they all go to the bathroom together? I think so. They just get better. I, I kind of want to go to the bathroom in a group. We have to pause the podcast. Hold right on a now. second. <laughs> <laughs> Your footsteps. <laughs> um, what about you, Eddie? Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so me being a solo gamer, it's why I bought this game. Cause I really didn't think there'd be any, cause uh, the, when I bought this, the plan was you would be in for, uh, LA by the time I ever played it. So, uh, you know, that's usually how it goes, but Hey, things change. Yep. So I had no intention of ever playing this with other people. Um, so I sit down and I set it up for two players. Cause that. Usually when you buy a co-op game for solo mode, you immediately just set up for two players and you just play two-handed. That's how Pandemic is. That's how Gloomhaven is. That's how Frosthaven's going to be. Any cooperative game, it's usually how it happens. So I set it up. I post to my solo board gaming group on Facebook. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I'm all set. I'm ready to play my first time going through the rule book. And there's a picture of two islands. And I got probably like a dozen replies. Good luck. (laughs) And there's like, probably just do one island. And I'm like, and at that point I had already like started reading through the rule book. I'm like, Oh, Oh, I I shouldn't do two islands. And so so I like got rid of half of it. I'm like, no, not right now. (laughs) Uh, so, but the community was awesome with like, you know, rule clarifications and things like that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, something else that actually really helped me learn the game was for free, you can download the Spirit Island digital game and it'll give you a tutorial and let you play like five turns. Not a lot, but okay. a couple turns. Enough to get into it. Enough to learn how the game works. That's pretty cool. Um, and then they charge you $20 to pay for the rest of it. <laughs> well, that's how they get you. Yep. But it was enough to... Like, after reading the rule book, I'm like, all right, I think I get this. And then I went through the app, and I'm like, yeah, now I definitely get this. Nice. So, yeah, and then my other favorite memory was when I freaking beat the game after it took me, like, six or so tries, and I beat the game. But that was only with one spirit, and I haven't, I actually haven't tried any of the other spirits yet. Who would you try? The lightning one that oh, I that was, was this time. Okay. Lightning, lightning swift strike. Ooh. So that's the one I was this time. Very uh, nice. Playing with you. I uh, like that. I like that. Don't play with me. That's weird. You just said you liked it. Listeners, forget everything you heard. That you liked it or? Oh my God, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. In a nutshell, I'm going to say, guys, if this is something up your alley, if you like uh, these hardcore games where it's really going to test your 
your mental fortitude, uh, your, <laughs> you know, if you're a glutton for punishment, this is definitely <laughs> the game for you. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a glutton for punishment, but man, this game. This game is tough. This game is tough. This game will kick your butt left and right. It uh, will. It, stupid settlers. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's hard to learn. It's no, exactly. not a tough game to learn. It's just tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very much like, like Pandemic, uh, but uh, on, on speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if um, you want a mental workout, if you like logic puzzles, if you just real like i said before if you want to just get that feeling of exhaustion from thinking too much and just having your head hurt after a good session good play session then this is definitely a game you at least want to check out try the free demo uh you know on any mobile game i think it's on steam too is it but i I did it on my uh, on my phone Ah, through, okay. through the through Google, the Google Play Store. Store. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, give it a try. See what you think about it. And then if you like it, but you don't want to fork out the money for it, get Horizons of Spirit Island on Target. Uh, definitely recommend, Dan. Totally recommend. Absolutely. This is fun. Oh, there are also lots of expansions too for more spirits and more things. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. So if you ever get sick of the content and you're like, like I said, this game is so hard that I only beat it with one. I still have all these other <laughs> spirits to go through, but there are even more out there. <laughs> but, all right, so that's Spirit Island in a nutshell, everyone. Again, we don't like to get too crazy into, like, how it plays. We just like to give how it feels. Right. And I hope we portrayed that pretty nicely today, that this game is fun. It's fun. This game it's is fun, and this game is hard. <laughs> Man, I'm just giddy right now, though, because this game is just so freaking good. He is. He's like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> so thanks again for listening to, uh, to Games Overboard. Please check out gamesoverboard.com, where you can see our other podcast, Danger and Dice, a Dungeons and Dragons game where we get into all kinds of mischief. I recommend starting with The Princess and the Dragon, parts one and two, if you would like to get into that. There's also The Wellhouse Exorcism, where we tell our true haunted house stories. And then we talk about haunted items throughout the world, and we pass judgment on whether or not we believe these stories. Please like us on Facebook, leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you get this podcast. Spread the word, please. Tell your friends. Tell everyone if you like this podcast. Uh, feel free to email us at gamesoboard at gmail.com. Talk with us on Facebook. If you have any creepy stories, send us an email. Let us know. Maybe you'll be on the show with us, uh, either through fo- Zoom or in person. We'd love to have you. All right, so thanks again, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.